Welcome back to Cockeysville. We're live. We are in Pappas. Uh, we're in the back in front of the fireplace. The fire's not lit, which is good. Oriole baseball around. I got my uh, orange top on today. We're going to be at 5 o'clock for the Maryland Food Bank. You bring the cans. You bring the goods. We give you a cup of soup or bowl. We've been doing it all week. Uh, today is our final day. Say, I'm so sorry to have it end, but I'm looking forward to 5 o'clock today, even though I have a whole litany of great guests here today. Mike Rosenfeld will be here a little later on. Uh, my dude, Danny Grau, special Olympian extraordinaire, will be here to uh, give me a hard time. Uh, Sherry Fun Bailey is going to be here from Layla's Gift. Uh, my pal Robbie from Robbie's First Base is going to be here talking about some things as well. And um, we're also, uh, the folks from Andrew's Laughing Gas are going to make me cry in the 4 o'clock hour. It's all brought to you by the Maryland Lottery, 10 times the cash. Uh, we did have a, a, a decent-sized winner yesterday, uh, having a little bit of fun. Um, that was at State Fair. I like giving them out. It's like Oprah. Uh, I put a Facebook status up back in like Christmas time saying, hey, I'm doing this charity thing. And about 10 people told me that I needed to meet Tom. Is it Herb or Herb? How would you prefer to be pronounced, Tom? Herb. Herb. Tom Herb uh, joining us here because it could be Herb like, like, like a thyme or a, a, a rosemary. Uh, also uh, joined by Hunter Hawes, who gets a lottery ticket. Just like I, it, it makes me feel like Santa Claus. Just enjoy yourself. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing you know, really I've, good I've done a lot of stuff here this week in regard to men's health and taking care of people. Um, you're in a, a unique space, and I know you have a story to tell, and uh, everybody wanted to hear it. So uh, welcome aboard. Thanks for coming out. Appreciate you guys making it to Pappas today. Absolutely, Nestor. Thanks for having us on. And, um, you know, it's interesting when you put that post out there, just the overwhelming amount of support, people writing back, hey, get the Hoffa Foundation on there and, you know, see what they have to say. And, of course, uh, learn more about their mission and the impact they're making all throughout the state of Maryland. So um, our organization started um, August 18, 2019, I'll never forget, it was a Sunday, uh, driving to the airport, heading to Kansas City, and got that call that no one wants to receive from their mother, that uh, their, her son, my brother, younger brother, um, was found. Uh, he had passed away from an overdose uh, that morning, and uh, at the age of 35. And, you know, uh, my family owns uh, a funeral home in Carroll County called the Zumbrun Funeral Home, and that was home for us where we grew up. And so, as you could imagine... My brother's services were in his own house. And so um, when most families get to see their loved one, when that moment occurs for a couple of hours, and then, of course, a funeral service, he was there for almost four consecutive days, all day, all night, round the clock in his home, in the casket. My final moment with him, his name is Jimmy, um, before I closed the casket and took him to the crematory, standing over the casket, saying our goodbyes in the morning, had a cup of coffee in hand. Older brother, Tim, had a cup of coffee in his hand. And he placed an empty mug on Jimmy's hands in the casket. Now, Jimmy's big guy. He was six foot four, um, diehard Ravens fan, Orioles fan, everything Baltimore. And the casket closes, our final moment, take him to the crematory. A week goes by, two weeks go by. We're in a deep, dark place as a family. And I'm thinking to myself, how can I keep my brother's spirit alive? What can I do to make sure that his spirit never fades away and that we can help others out there in the community battling addiction, because we all know that it is a big, you know, epidemic out there and a challenge. And um, the only thing I come up with was coffee, believe it or not. And I actually brought a bag here uh, for you. Damn, you should have brewed it, man. Yeah, I I <laughs> My cup's like half full. I screwed up the coffee. It's funny you're bringing coffee today, because like, I'm a Royal Farm sponsor. Give them some love, of course. Made coffee this morning, and I walked out without it. Yeah. I literally walked out without oh. it. And I went to the chiropractor. As you can see, I'm sitting on pillows here. Um, actually sitting on a pillow from, uh, this is the NFL Germany game. My wife's, the guy that saved my wife's life from Germany, they went to the game together. So 
all I got was this lousy, I, I thought. It's kind of a crappy thing to sit on because it's kind of cheese ball. It's typical Roger Goodell giveaway. But, yeah. but it's good for, it's been awesome for my back for three days here. So uh, I got my back adjusted and my wife called me and said, I, come back and get your coffee. So I was heading back. He's down on Joppa Road. I was coming back up through by Lock Raven. I'm like, all right, I'll come get my, she reheated it and like scalded it. So like it, it burned my tongue. Yeah. So I don't have any coffee right now. So uh. I guess what I'm telling you is, this is what it looks like when I don't have enough coffee at 11 in the morning. <laughs> Give me your coffee, yeah. man. Let's yeah. see this. I, I'm a dark roast guy. What is yeah. this? What's going on here? Oh, yeah. Uh, Brazil and Colombia. Uh, I've been to Brazil. I want to go to Colombia. I'm Venezuelan. Bold, nutty, smoky blend, exceptionally smooth. That's, that sounds perfect for me. Yeah. Uh, a little cream, maybe a little bit of coconut, uh, palm sugar. But uh, why coffee? I mean, you, you love coffee? So I do love coffee. Um, I love coffee. But the thing that really, you know, of course, that final moment with him was was part of it, a good part of it. Um, that's your brother there, yeah? That's him. That's oh, him, hold yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me put that up there, there for is. everybody. Here. Yeah. You look, got, you look a little like him. He's got, he's looked got a the, little like you. And I'm like, is that you or your brother? That's your brother. That is him. Yeah, all right. That is, that is Jimmy right there. So the coffee brings people together, as we all know. And, you know, we took his nickname. We all had nicknames growing up. Jimmy's nickname with all of his buddies, they called him Hoffa. And it converted, we converted it into an acronym. It now stands for Healing Opportunity Free from Addiction. Hoffa Beans was born two months after he had passed away. All these, yeah, we had it, uh, we ground up the beans this morning there for you at the, uh, we roast them in Westminster. I can grind my own dog. Come on, you can bring me. Do I look like a guy that wouldn't be Gucci with a, like, I'm a whole bean man. I almost made a decision. So when I, when I picked it up from the store, I said, look, I said, I'll take the whole bean. Um, I don't have a grinder. And it's, and it's, well, yeah. You don't want good coffee if you don't have a grinder. That's, That's right. what I say, right? I'm with you, 100%. I better drink this quick, man. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. So It's going to jack me up. You know, it's absolutely. Decaf. And I don't want to be jacked up, man. I got to go half and half. Come on, man. Okay. Do you well, do, do, you do decaf too? We do. We have decaf See, as well. See, I would have done, like, I, I the nasty blend. You, do do the, I yeah. look like I could roll on full cafe? Like when I drink real coffee and I love coffee and I drink a, enough of it that if I drank it full test, I, I, I don't. I don't like that feeling. Yeah. It, it, it's a bad drug in that way. It's, yeah. it, it's. It's not. I mean, I don't say I've done a lot of drugs, but I've done several. Um, that, yeah. That 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 one's not. That's not where I want to be. No, yeah. no. 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 Then you no, definitely you know, want to no, you know no, make this a half and not, half for sure. Yeah. I mean, that gives me a little more mellow ease into the day, but it does smell really good. You it's know? it's it's amazing. It's um, one of those things where in the beginning we had a roaster out in Seattle called Joe's Garage Coffee, but of course all of us going local here in Maryland. Landed on Hans Pork and Beans, which is a local store in Westminster that does all of our roasting. They bag up all of our coffee. We have stores. We sell it online. But when this first started, it was all online. And within a couple of months, over 2,000 pounds of coffee was sold. Uh, 25 different states. We saw bags in the snow in Alaska. Bags went to Hawaii. People getting behind the mission. And we took the proceeds, all nonprofit, um, and gave it to local organizations out there fighting addiction. We did that for several months when the community said, look, you all could do something much bigger. Why don't you come together and formulate your own foundation and, and, and make it you know, a bigger impact now in the Now, you're doing this during the plague, bro. Your brother passed a couple months before the yeah. plague, right? Yeah. Just so summer of I mean, 19, this summer, happened? August 19. So this is all happening in wow. late 19, early 20. This is not long ago, man. So this is yeah. raw, right? Yes, I mean, it is. So, yeah, I mean, when my wife was diagnosed with cancer, we I've told the story a couple times this week with leukemia. So we went, we went hard in 15, 16, 17, and then, like, you know, city caught on fire. Trump got elected. She's trying not to think. Her hair's coming back. She doesn't look sick anymore. She didn't feel sick. The last couple of years, especially with the plague, it's just made us more like we've drifted from... 
being intense in that regard. And that's kind of why this week's been a little bit of an awakening for everybody that's mm-hmm. been through something that, you know, it's time to muscle up for us. So we're, you know, we're putting a muscle on. We're emceeing a thing for the last two weeks from now. I told my wife, I'm like, you're going to have to get up there with me because, like, I'm going to lose my ish. If they're making me the MC. I told them what a mistake that was. But, I mean, it's been 10 years for me, and I've cried eight and a half times this week already. These, these Andrew's laughing gas people are going to get me later in the day. But, um, you know, I admire your stick to itiveness to do this because starting anything during the plague was probably had time to work on it, but also tough to get awareness, right? But Absolutely. and very raw for you at that time. No right? doubt. Yeah. Absolutely. It was interesting. I mean, you know, this kind of created the connection and the message, but what this evolved into was not too long after we had Hoffa beans rolling around, um, we decided to put together, we started the Hoffa Foundation and we decided to put together a board uh, consisting of people that see addiction through different lenses. So we have people on our board that are in recovery, people on the board that have kids in recovery, people on the board, unfortunately, have lost loved ones. And so all these different views around addiction and, and put this first meeting together. Um, and we decided as a team very early in, in the uh, from one of the first meetings that we are going to um, open up a men's recovery residence in Carroll County. It's been open. Where's your funeral home, your family's? Where, where, it's Carroll County's big place. Where, yeah. where are you? In Sykesville. You're in Sykesville. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's it, good. Yeah, funeral homes in Sykesville. Liberty and- Road. Boom. Liberty Road. All right. Liberty, gotcha. Yeah, Liberty Road in 32. There's a Chick-fil-A. They're right next to it. Um, so we opened up the recovery residence um, in Sykesville as well. It's, right. called the, it's called the Hoffa House. It's been open now for uh, just over two and a half years. And, um, you know, we always knew that we wanted to create a place because my brother was going to get into treatment, unfortunately didn't make the journey. Um, we understand that a recovery residence, some call it a sober living home, is key into the, you know, continuum of care around recovery. And my mother made sure that, you know, when we put this together, um, all board members, that we wanted this to be a place that when the residents come in, it feels like home. It's not a place where there's a bunch of people under one roof, you know, just staying safe that way. Like they have plenty of space. They have what they need. They have the resources. Um, And so in July, um, it'll be three years in this upcoming July, uh, we opened up the house. Our first resident moved in as the house leader. that house leader has now become our program coordinator. So he went through the Hoffa house just over a year, transitioned out, has his own place, became the first full-time employee for the foundation as program coordinator. Um, ironically, his name is Jimmy as well, and he's become like a brother to us. This is Hunter here as well. Hunter and I have become best friends the last couple of years. We've really met through everything that we're doing. He's one of our amazing board members as well. And so, you know, we're going through this as, as a team, um, focusing on the residents and the home, not knowing that we were going to be in the middle of other services throughout the state of Maryland when Jimmy, our program coordinator, um, in November, this is going back uh, over a year now, not, so it's November 22, um, the state of Maryland comes out and says, with a, with a grant, says, go out there essentially and identify a gap in the continuum of care and prove to us it's a gap, and then we'll go from there. So Jimmy said, you know what? And I heard Destiny talking about this on the last uh, interview you were doing with her, transportation. You also mentioned vehicles for, cha- uh, vehicles for change. So transportation, Jimmy knew it's a significant gap because when someone's ready to get uh, the help, it needs to be immediate, like speed to act. You need to get them and get them into a treatment facility. There's really no time to wait. So, Have you spent any time with Emily Keller? Yes, we have. All right, good She's enough. amazing. We met with Emily in Crownsville. She's a good friend of mine. Yeah, so yeah. Emily was in Carroll County um, earlier this week on Tuesday night. She Emily's her- a superstar. She's a former mayor of Hagerstown who yeah. lost her best friend to yeah. addiction. Um, Emily's just a rock star. She's amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have had her out this week. 
You know, I, I was going to go hard on the politician celebrity side, and a couple of celebrities came to me. I mean, Femi wound up on the show Monday, and Johnny Rollo, who's my lifer pal, came out yesterday on a call. He went to the wrong state fair. He went to the racetrack. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I know so many people, and I think we're getting close to the point where everybody now knows somebody who's had a tra- Now I know you. You're not the first person. Sat- fentanyl? Fentanyl. Always fentanyl. fentanyl, right? Absolutely. Always fentanyl. I mean, yeah. I, I talked to Emily about this a couple of years ago when she was still the mayor and not the drug czar, she says. Um, I had her on at uh, Mako, actually, for a, a, a good long time this summer talking about, you know, her insurance work that led to her running for office that she never thought she'd do. And now, like, West taps her to be this person that I figured she was the outreach point for you. If you oh, want yeah. to get anything done in the state, you better deal with her. Mm-hmm. And she's a serious cat when it comes to, like, what you do. It's, it's her. It's not her mission. It's her lifeblood. It's her cause. Absolutely. Literally, right? Yeah, the, the passion and When fire, you meet so. people like that, that Wes puts in charge, that lets you know that, you know, th- this isn't some bureaucrat. This is somebody with a, who, who's driven to end this. And the fentanyl thing's crazy. I mean, the more I read about it, hear about it, I mean, you're maybe the third or fourth person to bring it up this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, how bad was your brother's... I mean, what did you know about your brother's addiction? Because we always say, like, what 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 could you be educated about now where at some point, I don't want to say you feel like you could save him because that's a horrible feeling that you feel like you let somebody down, but what you know now to save the next person, what have you learned through this mission? Absolutely. It, what I mentioned earlier, it's, it's, there's no time to wait. It's speed to act. When you know that someone is struggling, you identify that. Like you, First, you have to understand where are the resources. And in most areas, there are plenty of resources around you. It's just that figuring out you know which one specifically you need and reaching out for help immediately. You want them to reach and, to you. One, right now, they, so, they somebody can, has yeah. an addiction, so they reach to you, and you'll, you'll put them in the right direction. Yes, yeah, so we have a Hoffa helpline, and our helpline today um, you know, steers people in different directions, but the primary source for our helpline today is the transportation service. So uh, back to the transportation grant that we received from the state, um, it's a partnership with Uber Health. Most of you didn't know, don't know that Uber has a whole Uber Health division. Um, Uber Health in partnership with us. Uh, so we exhausted the funds we received in the first grant in three months um, through these rides to where the grant we received in July of this current fiscal year um, has provided a pathway where we had to bring on a second full-time employee. And uh, Jimmy and this other employee all day, every day, are coordinating rides through Uber Health on a dashboard. Fiscal year to date in the state of Maryland, we have provided over 1,000 rides to 153 different treatment facilities slash recovery residences all throughout the Maryland area. Outpatient, right? So so counseling at least initially or... Yeah, Hunter's shaking his head. No, Hunter Halls is here as well. Uh, it's the Hoffa Foundation. They're based out in Carroll County. They got some coffee that smells good. Uh, make a friend of your pappas. Maybe somebody can throw some on, man. Maybe get my wife to bring the coffee pot over here and get it going. Um, you shook your head no. So uh, clarify this for me. Somebody's got a problem. You don't want to let them back out on the street tonight, right? This isn't. Uh, this isn't. We're going to rub your shoulders and talk to you for an hour and send you back out. That's that's not what your brother needed. That's right. That's right. So think, think go ahead. About, I'm sorry. Think about that for a second, Esther. There. There's a very short window when somebody says, I'm ready to go to rehab. Right. I'm ready to make a life change. That, that's, a, that's a huge opportunity, but that window is very short and can be changed based on a number of factors, where they're living, you know, the, the, the money in their pocket, the friends, the people they're with, uh, the depression, you know, any mental health issues, et cetera. So what we have done is 
created a path for them to go to rehab. So this isn't giving someone a ride to a, a, a counseling session or, or a therapy session. This is about getting them in a one-way ride a one-way ride because you said a thousand rides and i'm like well that's 500 to two appointments right yeah yeah it's a thousand one-way ride that's That's a thousand people who have said i'm ready to change my life i just don't have a ride to do it and that's the 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 uh hole that we've been able to fulfill is just the ride so we're little old hoffa coming up from nowhere grassroots we have an 800 number and we fielded and fulfilled over a thousand calls alone in the last six months to get people to rehab. So I, I think the the takeaway there is just a lot of people what, that need it. First off, a lot that. of people that need it. Yeah, a lot of people that need it, and and that gap is a, is a huge gap. So we've got we've sent people to over 130 different treatment facilities, and we try to in a short window of time, match them up with the right place to go. And oftentimes that means, you know, is it a male? Is it a female? Is it getting them out of their geography? Is it, do they have insurance? Do they need insurance or, or any kind of state assistance? What's your assistance? background? Uh, medical side, doctor side? Because you're, you're speaking about this as though this isn't something new for you. So I, uh, I have an interesting lens that I look through. Uh, I myself have been sober since November 18th, 2020. So you mentioned fentanyl, but fentanyl's certainly one, one piece of the puzzle. Uh, the, the other puzzle pieces are, are different different drugs, narcotics, but also alcohol. So I've been alcohol-free since November 18th, 2020. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. Uh, I had two parents that were alcoholics. So I got you, man. You know, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Same, same as me. And I said I'd never be like that. And then uh, I woke up one day and thought, I, I think I'm like that. So um, I also have the unique lens of having a daughter that is in recovery. And she's doing absolutely incredible uh, she's she's got an amazing story, and it gives uh, her it gives a lot of people strength. But so I look through the lens as a parent. You know, before before uh, I agreed, or excuse me, uh, went down the path of of, of getting sober, uh, I was looking at it through a distressed parent. So we all look at it through different lenses. But you asked about my background. I also am in the uh, insurance field and health insurance in particular. So. Yeah, come with a with with. You some like to care first people over here. I could tell that you were That's you were it. speaking you know, their they, language. They, they're a nonprofit like us and provide a lot of uh, community support. And oftentimes, it's finding the right people to connect with. They want they are well intended and want to do good things in the community. And we are as grassroots as it gets. We have two full time employees. Um, we have an unbelievable board, but we all have lives. We all have jobs. We all have careers. So the reason we're here today is our passion. And hopefully that bleeds through, through this phone call. I mean, we are trying to help people. The opposite of addiction is connection. So you mentioned when people are in those dark places, uh, you know, how can they, how can they help? But that is their relationship. They are isolated and feeling alone. And we understand that. And we understand that. And we are building a community and an ecosystem where they can sort of get help, come together, but realize, you know, they're not alone. Well, I appreciate you guys coming out. I mean, so many people recommended you guys. I mean, I'm glad I, I, I checked you out the day I invited you. And then like through this week, I'm like, ah, oh, these are the Carroll County guys. And they do a lot of sports and um, Ravens and Orioles. You guys, you, you both Ravens, Orioles guys. Oh, yes? die hard. Die hard. A little embarrassed here. Nestor uh, grew up in the eighties in Howard County and there was no the Colts had left and the Ravens well, you, weren't here, made, so I became you, a Skins. Well, you've made other changes in your life. It's you know you can make a change with time. us too. You <laughs> big know what I mean? Like, big Orioles, bring fan. them over, dude. If you can stop boozing, you can you can become a Raven fan <laughs> if you it. want to. That's you it. Know? That's it. That's I mean, it. you know, I'm about to become an Oriole fan. Like like it's like born again. You know what I mean? I, it's I, like I, right. I, yeah, I, yeah. The, the, yeah. 
Yeah. You'll, you'll notice, Nestor, the, um, of course, you know, oh. we got the Raven on the bag, right? You get right. The, so, Jimmy, again, brother, was a diehard Orioles fan. Hat. Got the Orioles hat on. But the uh, one thing that many don't uh, aren't aware of is the Ravens have a program. It used to be called Tackle Opioid Addiction. started in 2017. Now it's just called Tackle Addiction. And we were fortunate to where two seasons ago, uh, we were the recipients of that campaign. So nice. the Ravens had the chance to pick any organization. They selected us in partnership with Lidos. And the support that they provided to us really propelled our mission forward and allowed us to do a variety of things. So uh, very proud of that because knowing that my brother's a diehard fan, being recognized by the Ravens um, in that program um, was, was near and dear. So. A part of your healing process in, in doing this, I can tell that. Just Absolutely. coming out here and, uh, you, you know, you can still talk about it with a straight face. I guess you do it all day, every day. Um, how's your family? They're getting better. Um, you know, no day is ever an easy day. Um, people always think that time heals everything, and it really does. Yeah, in holidays fact, still come, birthdays. You know, it's all it's those awful. moments. Yeah. All those moments. And so, you know, what we found is that the uh, organization overall has provided some of those, you know, um, brighter moments for my mother and father and sister and brother and all of our friends and just everyone in general. So, but he didn't you know, die in vain as well. You're doing something here. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that uh, a mother shares that, that I'm starting to transition the way I, I share this, instead of saying that we're busy, we like to say that we're occupied with a purpose now. Um, you know, she wants to ensure that no other mother has to bury their son. You know, I want to make sure that no other person has to bury their brother, their best friend. You know, and so... Um, we see that, of course, there's impact we're making. Um, well, maybe on a smaller scale, uh, we believe over time, of course, it'll be much larger than that. I think what we're doing with the state as far as transportation is making a big difference there. Um, so, yeah, so we're, we're all in. And like Hunter said, I mean, we're small, we're grassroots, but um, Give them you know, a ride, here we are. get them cleaned up, That's right? right? Save their life. You Save their it. life. Give them a place to it. live. Give them a place to live with some rules, some accountability, some love and, and respect. Um, give them a chance to, to uh, you know, engage in, in maybe having a sponsor or some mentors, do some work on their recovery, and <clears throat> teach them how to be, you know, help, help support their mission to prov- uh, be better citizens and, uh, and, and better loved ones. Healing opportunity free from addiction, Hoffa, H-O-F-F-A. Tomorrow morning, it's going to be you and me and some <laughs> uh, chocolate chip cookies and these people here are Greek at Pappas. They're going to send me out of here with desserts. I know they are. Yeah, I, I know something's coming home with me, and it's going to get you add to the booty, galactico booty. They're going to do something here, and this coffee is going to be blended right. You know, there's a big game this weekend. Uh, oh, we're yeah. going to be up at Hollywood Casino for the big game. If I drink too much of this in the morning, I may be like six o'clock <laughs> worked up. But uh, come on out to Hollywood Casino on on Sunday for the big game. Uh, we'll have ten times the cash tickets. Whatever ones I have left over, I have this many here. I'll be trying to give them away before five o'clock. We're out here, Pappas in Cockeysville. Bring us your canned goods. Bring us your dry goods. Bring us some stuff for the Maryland Food Bank, and we will give you a cup of Super Bowl. It is crab cake row, and the crab cakes here are pretty tasty as well as the Greek salad. Uh, as well. I'm going to say something to you that uh, as a Washington football fan, I haven't said this to anybody because it's kind of new. I'm a Dan Quinn guy. So, you know what I mean? Salisbury. Like, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I know Dan. And, uh, you know, I it's said exciting. to Luke this week, I'm like, you do know if they made one first down, he would have like had a trophy like Brian and they'd be thinking about him differently and like whatever in that game. But like Dan Quinn's a hell of a man and he's going to be a great coach. And I see all these idiot no offense, Washington football fans 
you know, urinating upon that. And I'm like, what's wrong with you people? No, you got a no, competent guy no. here. Not that Rivera wasn't competent. Jack Del Rio, I've known forever. Love Jack. But like, Dan a knucklehead for an owner. It's like thinking about Mike Elias. He's a genius. He, he worked for John Angelos. He's whatever a genius plus is. He's had to endure right. this, right? right? So like, when, you know, good leadership's everything. Bad mm-hmm. leadership gets you blown up. We all so know that, think right? About the, think about the, the perspective I have, Nestor, in the last year. You've cleaned up and got a new owner. I, right. Both, I mean, both right. teams. Both teams. Go, you know, O's and Ozan Washington. I didn't even team. bring that up with Michelle Bresnik Walsh from There Goes My Hero Monday. Those are her teams, too. You know what I mean? And, and She's on got behalf. Burgundy and Gold Jean. Yeah. On behalf of the, uh, the other half of the, the Washington football community, we are excited about Dan Quinn. So there, I've been there spent are those 20 of us out years. There. Every time I meet a Redskins fan, I'd be like, I hope you get a real owner one day. And then they got one, and I saw the celebration for it, and I. It didn't even occur to me that this might happen with you. I mean, I knew intellectually it was going to happen. Every really smart person's like, John Angelos is a putz. When he dies, there's no way he's keeping the team. Dead service, like all of that. Stay tied. That, 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 that. Dad didn't want him to have it. League's not going to. I believed all that, but I just thought it was going to be an even bigger dogfight than it's been. I didn't. It still might be. I've been warned about right. that. So that's why. That's why, no offense to you guys aren't drinking, but I bought a bottle of celebratory red wine called The Prisoner, and I'm going to release The Prisoner when it happens, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm not opening that wine until, until I'm at the press conference. There you go. I, I used to be a media guy. I don't know if you yeah. believe that or not, but it's true. Yeah. Um, they did give me a press pass from Susan G. Komen. I'm really appreciative of that. They gave me my own press pass. I thought that was kind of nice of them. Mm. Um, you know, if Chad Steele weren't Chad Steele, I wouldn't be out here doing good things for these people, so... God bless us. We're at Pappas. We're doing Crab Cake Row. Uh, it is a cup of soup or bowl. I haven't had either one yet today, so I'm going to work on a 50-50 out here. I don't think I've ever had the cream of crab here, so like we're going to roll that today. Thanks for coming out, fellas. Good work up in uh, Carroll County. Uh, hi to the folks in Sykesville. If you see uh, Dante Liberatori, tell him I said hello. Uh, if you see any of the beer makers up there, you know Mike and those guys, tell them I'm thirsty for Absolutely. a good stout. Well, 1812. So I get up to Carroll County. Yeah. Have me uh, out. Absolutely. absolutely. 100%. All right, man. Thank you, Nathan. Appreciate you, you, man. Appreciate, appreciate you. It. Yeah, McKelvin appreciates when I give him a shout out because his stout's. Oh, 1623. There you go. Yeah. There you go, man. I say 1612. I screwed that up. 1812, you said. 1812. I said 1812. <laughs> I thought about the war. That was war. His cousin or brother is. He explained the this brew to me once. Master. That, yeah. That's where the sixteen twenty three comes from. Problem is, I was drinking it when he explained it. You know right. about that. You don't do that anymore. Right. That's good. That's a good reason not to. Yeah. I'll remember. Yeah. That's it. Give him some love at Carroll County. We appreciate it. We're in Baltimore County. Johnny O appreciates that, even though he's running for other office. We'll get to that later on. Uh, I have great guests coming by. Uh, Mark Bradinsky's going to be here. My old friend Terry Weigel has great things to talk about today. Uh, my dude Mike Rosenfeld is going to be here in the, in the uh, in at some point one o'clock hour. I had him down at noon. That's okay. He's on Central Time. Uh, Jess is here from Catch a Lift. We're going to have Fred Danny Grau here talking Special Olympics. Paige Kroner from the Red Devils. Robbie's first base. John Brothers from T. Rowe Price, Sherry Fun Bailey from Layla's Gift, uh, Paul Colleen and Sarah from Andrew's Laughing Gas, and Kathy Thompson from UMCS Food Pantry. We're going to be giving them the things that we get donated by you. Uh, come on out to Pappas, get a crab cake, get a cup of Super Bowl. I'm back for more in Cockeysville. My thanks to the Hoffa folks from Carroll County. Please go support them. <laughs>